1: Form that is mirrored after Twitter. In part, he defended the videotape testimony of his daughter Ivanka, who said she was swayed by then Attorney General William Barr's determination that no widespread election fraud occurred in 2020. Mr. Trump wrote, quote, the so-called rush on the Capitol was not caused by me. It was caused by a rigged and stolen election. Members of the January 6th panel laid out evidence and allegations against Mr. Trump during its prime time debut Thursday. Bernie Bennett reporting.
2: As Russia's invasion of Ukraine grinds into its fourth month, officials in Kiev have expressed fears that the specter of war fatigue could erode the West's resolve to help the country push back Moscow's aggression. And Russian President Vladimir Putin sent shivers through Europe when he compared himself to Peter the Great. On Wall Street, the dot on by 880 points. More on these stories at townhall.com.
3: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin-Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger.
4: Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful, warm Friday evening throughout Central Florida Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is the program where we present uplifting stories of Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. We have a great show for you tonight. We'll get into it in just a moment. But of course, first, I want to let you know about the sponsors that make our show possible. And they, of course, are Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Florida Door Solutions, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and burn fat orlando well you know one of the of course as you know uh, one of the main features of our program uh, throughout uh, the year is apopka blue Daughter football broadcast and the apopka blue Daughter baseball game of the week and you know, of course this season apopka the blue Daughters had one of their best seasons in recent years uh, made it all the way to the regional semifinals twenty regular season games and literally had some truly outstanding games along the way the district championship game versus Lake Brantley where Lake Brantley won that in the bottom of the 7th the uh, game uh, regional semifinal game a uh, quarterfinal game against West Orange at West Orange where we won that one in the in the 7th inning and uh, but anyway that that you know, c- continues um, a tradition of a popular blue order baseball that literally at this point goes out back almost 100 years literally and one of the major eras of Apopka baseball was the late 60s, and specifically 1966 to 1968. And we're going to tell the story tonight of Coach Connie Mac Hamrick. He was a coach who, who only literally spent three years as the Apopka Blue Arter baseball coach, but in that three years, he turned around a program that was languishing, um, literally won one game before he uh, took the helm. And were not competitive in, in any other games uh, that season, and within three seasons had set a school record for wins and captured an Orange Belt Conference championship. We're going to hear that story tonight, and we're going to hear it primarily from one of the key players in that the, those that era, and also in, one of the key players in the turnaround of Apopka Blue Darter baseball. David Logan, David, thank you for being here with, with us tonight. Thank you, Roger. It's a
5: pleasure. Uh, Coach Hamrick uh, had a big effect on my life, uh, and uh, he was one of those people that I uh, really respected. Uh, uh, he taught me a discipline and uh, stayed in touch with him for over 50 years. we moved back to North Carolina. And uh, he uh, recently passed away November thirteenth, 2020. Uh, he was uh, uh, in Rutherford, North Rutherford County, North Carolina, and um, he was just a, a great person.
4: And I want to kind of talk about the impact that he had Specifically, of course, about Apopka baseball, uh, but also, as, as you talked about, in, in the lives of the, of the ball players, as well. And then, of course, the great successes he had after he left Apopka. Went on, uh, was a head basketball coach, uh, high school basketball coach in North Carolina, where he captured a state championship in 1972. Went on and had a long career as a high school principal in North Carolina, a highly decorated and highly respected high school principal, and those are things that m- many people, even longtime time a- Apopka people, don't even even know about. So we, we look forward to talking about uh, examining the life and the career in public education and in coaching of a, a truly exceptional individual, and that's Coach Connie Mack Hamrick. Uh, before we—I I would like to just start, though, uh, with the baseball part of it. Which we've touched on a little bit, and of course, David Logan was the catcher, a three-year starter, and really one of the core players in that turnaround. And of course, um, you know, after Coach Hamrick left, he, 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 one of the one of the things he did, and y'all was able to observe, you know, the way that he built the program block block by block, brick by brick, literally. Was you know, after taking over whatever he picked up his first year, you know, the shambles of a once great program. He did two things. He took the guys that were there, of course, and then he started to, to, to cultivate younger players. And then his second year, which was 1967, uh, had a, a large number of sophomores. Most I think David wasn't all juniors and sophomores except for maybe one senior, um, you know, your, your sophomore year. But anyway, he took a lot of young players and got young players in the starting lineup. Um, took a few lumps, but also had more than your share of successes as well. And and by the time you guys were juniors and seniors, you were championship caliber uh, program. In fact, in 1968, which was the third year, the last year that Coach Hamrick was the coach at Apopka, set a school record of 18 regular season wins and had an 18-5 record. Uh,
5: Those young young players that you mentioned uh, uh, had come up uh, through the City League in Apopka uh, that uh, we played little league in Kitland Park, and those were the first players that that got to senior uh, the senior team. Uh, they had experience from from the city league uh, as you know six, seven, eight year old uh, city league players, and uh, we play we played right through uh, f- from elementary school all the way through twelfth uh, grade. And uh, when Coach Hamrick uh, left in '68, it just devastated us. We were uh, so uh, disheartened. Uh, but he came. He he had to leave because uh, he had family and uh, illness, and he had to take care of part of some of his family. Uh, but he came back uh, in Leesburg. I'll never forget. Uh, we were playing a game against Leesburg, a key game, and. Uh, uh, We were playing without Coach Hamrick, but he got there in the seventh inning and drove up on the street, and there was a disputed call, interference. Uh, uh, A runner was running past second, and the second baseman interfered with him, and it was an overthrow, and the runner scored, and they would have beat us, but Coach Hamrick came out on the field and argued with the umpire with the rule. He had the rule book, and he knew the rules, so... We wound up, uh, he had to go back second base. They didn't score. We wound up beating Leesburg, one of our arch rivals. So that, that's an example of Coach Hamrick and how competitive he was. He's a hard charger, uh, fair to everyone, expected you to give your best because he gave his best. And uh, he, he was really uh, an encourager and uh, had a big effect on us.
4: Thank you for sharing that very interesting story. And you know, I was just thinking, it's kind of amazing uh, how I seem to always have a, uh, important, disputed calls up in Leesburg there back in the day. Uh, but um, but now it's a, gr- a great story, and and that's what I'd like to discuss. And, and a little bit later, after we take our first break, we're going to hear from another giant in Apopka Blue Dollar Athletics and Apopka Baseball. Bob Sherman is going to join us, right? And, yes, and he was. Yes. Uh, Part of that building process was was an outstanding pitching staff, which was you know, primarily Bob Sherman and Don Kilpatrick, and of course you were the catcher, and um, you and, know, Larry, and Larry Rose was also a pitcher on the '68 team, and um, but of course um, Sherman and and um. Kilpatrick were you know, were two of those soft start out sophomore starters, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then by, you know by the time these guys were juniors and seniors, you know, they pretty much just uh, you know were, were sh- shut down everybody basically. And then one more thing I do want to mention you know you talked about how you know, you know, disappointing it was that Coach Hamring had to leave due to family circumstances, uh, but you guys continued to carry on, and I think that's a big part of his legacy. You guys continued to carry on and w- captured another Orange Belt. Uh, conference Championship uh, your senior year, even though by this time Coach Bill Scott was the coach.
5: Yeah, and uh, 69, we also went to a, a playoff game to the, to the uh, regional playoffs, and I'll never forget, we played Jones High School and Tinker Field, and they had this big uh, right-handed pitcher, Harold Dixon, and he's just throwing smoke all night. They beat us one to nothing, and uh, I played baseball with with Harold Dixon at Valencia the next year, and uh, uh, he he never threw smoke like he did that night <laughs> for some reason. But uh, it was an unearned run uh, that beat us one to nothing.
4: Yeah, he, he certainly he rose to the occasion, <laughs> and um, no, just and I, you know, it was just a, a, a wonderful team to watch. And you know, primarily one of the big reasons was. Uh, you were so fundamentally sound of course coach um, if you're talking you know, talking nuts and bolts, you, of course, there were many intangible things that he did to build a program which we 'll talk about, which are universal uh but nuts and bolts wise in terms of the the baseball aspect of it was uh you had that you know, was a great teacher for pitchers, built a tremendous pitching staff, and of course had two incredibly talented pitchers bob sherman and and um Kilpatrick, who 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 were complemented each other as well. You know, uh, Bob Sherman was a fireballer, and uh, Kil, you know, Kilpatrick was more of a junk ball pitcher. Which uh, you know that that always kind of that change of pace, oftentimes you know, make, makes it difficult on, on the opposition. Uh, but but really, you had the. I guess what I'm getting to is the team was built on pitching and defense primarily.
5: That's true, um, and our practices were just efficient. I mean, nobody stood around during practice everybody was doing something They were hitting uh, uh flies to the outfield while they were uh, while we were taking batting practice it's, uh, they were practicing uh, running the bases um, after practice. a coach would have me throw fifty pegs to second base uh, and the pit, uh, with a live pitcher and uh, so uh, we really worked out in our practices and when the game time came. We were confident. I mean, we had handled so many of uh, what, whatever happened to us. We had handled so many of uh, those plays in practice that we knew where, where to throw the ball and, uh, and and what to do in this situation because we had such good practice.
4: No, he knew his fundamentals, absolutely. Well, we're going to go to a break in a few moments. And when we come back, we'll continue to speak with David Logan about the legacy of former Apopka Blue Dart. Doctor- baseball coach, the late Connie Mac Hamrick, and will be joined by another outstanding blue darter player Bob Sherman, who um you know i don't have the records, but i am sh- sure that he had, there's m- many records that Bob Sherman still holds for his career at at, at Apopka. and um you know i'd love to hear about also you, David you might know about this I know Bobby Collins sent me a Newspaper clipping some years ago that uh, what Bob Sherman struck out something like uh, 27 batters at Kissimmee one night. He
5: did. He did. It was amazing.
4: Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about that when we come back from this break. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Please stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
6: Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando.
7: United We Pledge has partnered with Balance of Nature to help ensure traditional American freedoms exist for us and for future generations. United We Pledge is raising money to build an American Village West Campus that will house replicas of key historic buildings and realistic portrayals of the men and women who helped shape this nation. This village will provide educational experiences for youth and families. To raise funds and bring awareness to this project, world record holding endurance athlete Tom Jones is running 76 consecutive marathons from the original American Village in Alabama to the future home of the American Village Village West in Washington County, Utah. He will be powered by Balance of Nature fruits and veggies. Balance of Nature is proud to provide fruits and veggies in a Patriot Pack for a limited time to support this effort. A portion of the proceeds from each Patriot Pack will go directly to United We Pledge to help build this project. Use promo code village to receive 35% off your first preferred order. Go to buypatriotpack.com to start your pledge to help preserve the freedoms we value.
8: Every day is a new day with its new promises and challenges. Hello, I am Karen Eastry, attorney. We would all agree that problems are easier to deal with when we have a plan in place. This is especially true when dealing with probate. A will that reflects your wishes can help your family after you are gone. A power of attorney is the ideal tool to assist your family through some of life's biggest challenges. A trust may be a tool for you to manage assets for years to come. These are just some of the resources we can prepare on your behalf so you have a plan that reflects your wishes and fulfills your desire for a legacy. I share your values and I would like to help you put your wishes down on paper. Call today for more information to discuss estate planning or probate matters. Karen Eastry, attorney 407-869-0900 That's 407-869-0900 or go online to altamontlaw.com Offices, Altamont Springs
6: since 1972. Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community. Offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. In 2021, 23 children died in hot cars due to heat stroke. Many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the backseat. Always look for your baby before
0: you lock. The answer is everywhere you are with the mobile app. TheanswerOrlando.com. Tune in Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com.
6: Your conservative values, loud
0: and clear. AM nine fifty, FM ninety four point nine. The answer.
3: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
0: Now here's Roger.
4: Back to the Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams. Prince, it's great to be with you on a wonderful night, Friday evening throughout Central Florida. I don't know about you, but from my perspective, every Friday evening is is a wonderful evening. And it's great to have you joining us. Of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that the high school ballplayers and the dedicated coaches that you hear on our program are supported by Florida Door Solutions. And also want to let you know that if you have garage door problems of any kind, I urge you to call our friends at Florida Door Solutions and you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR that's 866-FLA-DOOR now back to our special guest David Logan and we look forward to speaking with Bob Sherman a little bit later as well and we're talking primarily, we're talking Blue Daughter Baseball, but we're talking old school Blue Daughter Baseball. Back um, a, a tremendous era, a, a formative, transformative era, and a transformative individual. Coach Connie Mac Hamrick, who was the Apopka High School coach from 1966 to 1968. And during that very short time, he took over a program that... Literally, I would say uh, arguably and pro- most likely inarguably was the bottom program in the in Central Florida, certainly. Uh, won Possibly one game the year before he took over. We're, was not competitive in very many, if any other games. And I witnessed some of those. Um, and within three years had set a school record with 18 wins, an 18-5 season, and captured an Orange Belt Conference Championship. And we're talking to one of the Men who made it all happen, and that was three-year starter, three-year starting catcher David Logan. And you know, David, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, but you know, sometimes um, you know if people don't recognize the number; they don't they don't pick up. But um, you know, we, we look forward to catching up with with Bob Sherman. Hopefully soon, you know, he'll be calling us from West Virginia, actually. And and why don't we pick up there though, uh, David? You, know, you you as the catcher were instrumental. In you know that whole turnaround and and you know working with the pit, pitching staff and of course as we've talked about, and as baseball fans know, in addition to all the you know, many vitally important roles that the catcher plays um, on the field, perhaps your biggest role is working with the pitching staff it can just talk about the development of the pitching staff and and how uh, what coach Hamrick did uh, to help develop these pitchers and and you know w- what were some of the elements of them um you know being so successful you know primarily Bob Sherman and and Don Kilpatrick and also as you mentioned Leary Rose as well
5: yeah, we had uh the pitchers complemented each other because Bob Sherman was just a fireball. He reared back and, and fired the ball, but he also had movement on his fastball. It wasn't just a straight fastball. And uh it would break uh and uh at the at the last moment in in sometimes unpredictably predictably uh but it was lightning fast and uh, uh Don Kilpatrick uh, was a junk ball pitcher. He could throw a knuckle ball in high school, and and get it across the plate. And uh, so he was finesse. And uh, and Larry Rose also uh, probably was in between in between those two. But uh, with between those three pitchers, uh, uh, Bob uh, had played, I believe, at Pine Hills Little League. He was a pitcher at Pine Hills Little League and uh he was he was uh you know from an early age in, in, into the baseball and back in those days uh it was that was kind of unusual cuz there wasn't as much opportunity um to play in little league
4: right and, and Popka didn't even really have official little league back in those days i mean you guys had had youth league but it wasn't the actual official little league yeah. but of course that was you know it was formative for you guys though as well
5: yeah and um uh, we took it serious. I mean, it was uh, at, <clears throat> Zeb Russ was a big left-handed batter, and he would come up to to that at Kitland Park, and he just hits a pop up, and it goes into tennis courts, and it's a it's a home run. So, um, uh, and then we played uh, at different league uh, leagues uh, in, at Tinker Field um, at as uh the city league and so it was before little league but we had some dedicated uh coaches who would coach us mike moran was my baseball coach i don't know what happened mike where he is but um he put a me a basketball player he put me at catcher uh in city league and i was a catcher the rest of my life so uh, it just uh, i liked it liked the position i got to hold the
4: ball every pitch so um uh, it just suited me. What's a great point you made about, about Mike Moran? And, you know, Mike, Mike, Mike Moran was uh, primarily a basketball player uh, on Coach Joe Sterling's outstanding uh, basketball teams. But I think that just that's one little snippet about the, the culture uh, of, of youth sports in Apopka. Here's a guy. He's a student. You know, he was an adult. He was at a, um, you know. A father or anything. He was just another, he was a high school student, um, a basketball letterman, but here he was out helping coach you guys, you younger guys. And, and obviously he had some skill at it and, and he was formative and, and influential in, in your career.
5: Yes. Yes, he was. Uh, we had a uh, popka in those days. Uh, people knew each other. Um, we used to, uh, li- we lived out of town, Bob and Pumphrey and I lived out of town and uh, our parents worked late. We didn't have a ride home. We, caught, we got a ride home every day. I mean, either it was somebody we knew or we would hitchhike. We would put our thumbs out, hitchhike, and get a ride home. And uh, so uh, a story's there, too. Uh, uh, Wilson Russ picked us up one day in front of City Hall. This is Bob, Bob if you're listening. Um, uh, and Wilson was kind of, you know, he, he uh, had his pickup truck and there was no bed. I mean, there was no tailgate in the back. And I said, Bob, hold on. You know Wilson's going to floor it. And it was right in front of C Hall. and Wilson did. You know, he just floored it and burned rubber. And Bob starts sliding, and I'm holding on. And Bob slid right out and hit the back, uh, hit the, the ground and, and skinned his arms. But Russ was, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he came back and picked us up. But we were always doing something like
4: that. Well, no wonder you guys were tough. <laughs> if, you, you, if you survived growing up in a pop, yeah, yeah, you were going to be tough, tough on the ball field. <laughs> We almost lost one of our best best athletes they' getting a getting the right home and um and, but I would like to talk now about you know as you talked about above and beyond the baseball aspect, the fact that coach Hamrick you know, made i know made a dramatic influence in your life positively in in the life of your teammates, one of the things that we have learned that you've shared is you know in in the as he went on back to North Carolina and had an extraordinary career there, which included, uh, you know, winning a state championship as a basketball coach, uh, serving as a highly respected principal for many, many years, decades. And, and you, we've seen, you know, we've seen some of the uh, beautiful comments made by all various people, various students in, on all uh, walks of his life. Can you talk about just the, the impact that he had, you know, non-baseball related on you guys?
5: Uh, well, yeah, you know, we I was from a, a poor family. We lived out in an orange grove, out of town. And uh, so I didn't have, I didn't have uh, uh, a lot of material, material things. And, well, the first thing that uh, Coach Hamrick did was he says, you're going to be my catcher, and we're going to go to Denmark's, and you're going to pick out your catcher's mitt. So he rode me down in his red Malibu and, and took me to Denmark, down to the basement floor, and I picked out the catcher's mitt that I that I used for the next two years, and and that was a kind of uh, confidence. Uh, of course, he expected a lot from me, uh, and and I I started believing. Well, he believes in me. I believe in myself, and so it, it really he instilled confidence in the team, and and uh, and each player individually in themselves.
4: And then I do want to point out, in addition to being the catcher and um, handling that outstanding pitching staff for three years, David Logan was one of the best hitters on the team as well and hit over 300 definitely, I know, your junior and senior year and, um, and with with power. And in fact, it's one thing I do want to talk about, too, we might even need to continue it when we come back. but. You know, as, as you talked about uh, with your circumstances, which were very similar to, you know, a lot of people growing up in Apopka and, and throughout Central Florida back in those days. It was a you know our Central Florida area, and certainly Apopka was a very rural and agrarian back in those days, um, and uh, virtually. Uh, everything was orange groves you know virtually every uh, apartment complex that we see today was an orange grove back in those days um but anyway the point i'm getting to is is you and many others grew up in a home where you know you most likely wouldn't have gone to college um after high school but you know the success that you had on the field helped to open a door for you to go to Valencia college and then later rollins college can you can you speak to that
5: well, he was always coaching. In fact, uh, he was always coaching us that, uh, you know, grades, you know, keep your grades up. And uh, he was always telling us there are opportunities for scholarships. And he knew uh, the coach at Clemson was White Wilhelm's brother. And so he had personal uh, contacts and knowledge he played uh, coach hamrick played in the detroit tigers for a couple years before he came to apopka um, to be the coach and uh, he was always encouraging us you can get a college scholarship and of course vietnam was going on and you know with the body counts on the news every night uh it was important (laughs) I I got good grades you know it was important to get good grades and be studious and I, I, I sobered up and 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 worked at it and uh I managed uh, baseball play, paid my way to, for 4 years of college
4: yeah, and you had an excellent career at at Valencia as well in the formative years of that program uh Tom
5: Garcia was another uh person who had a big impact on my life. Tom was a pitcher for Florida State back in 1957 uh when uh, uh he played with uh, Dick Hauser um and uh at Florida State and, and then he uh he's from Fort Myers and uh developed uh, was coach at Edison uh College in Fort Myers before he came to Valencia. But uh Tom gave me a scholarship to Valencia. I played 2 years there. Uh, we had a great team the first year, um, and uh, uh, after uh, after two years, then I was able to get a scholarship to Rollins.
4: That's wonderful. We'll pick it up there when we come back. And that led to an outstanding 40-plus-year career as a CPA here in Central Florida. Well, friends, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us tonight on this wonderful Friday evening. I want to remind you to, of course, stay tuned to Charlie Kirk at 8 p.m. And then a special edition of The Buff Show is coming up at 9 p.m. tonight. And I'm sure we, none of us want to miss either one of those great programs. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with Blue Dart Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Please stay with us.
3: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
2: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Civilians are fleeing eastern Ukraine, where Russian and Ukrainian forces are engaged in a grinding war of attrition. Women, children, and elderly residents departed Friday on a special evacuation train. Svetlana Kaplan left with her family after shelling reached their neighborhood. She told the Associated Press that her kids were worried all the time and afraid to sleep at night. Russia's military bungled an attempt to overrun Ukraine's capital of Kiev in the early days of the war. It has since shifted its focus to Ukraine's eastern region of coal mines and factories known as the Donbass. The area borders Russia and has been partly controlled by Moscow-backed separatists since 2014. On Wall Street, the dow on by 880 points. The Nasdaq plunged 414. More on these stories at srnnews.com.
6: Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offers Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's C-H-C-F-L.org.
9: If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other, and MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare they're great to talk to you on the phone here's the number call 855 Psalm 32 that's 855 P-S-A-L-M 32 855 Psalm 32 how do you want to be remembered hello I'm Alan Treba
0: owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and a servant there have been many successes in my life with these successes there have been many people who have helped me along the way this is what makes the stories. I love the stories. It is these stories that we want to honor when remembering someone special in our life. Share your stories. You know us. We're family. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com. 407 339 0070.
3: Blue Book Commercial Trucks and Vans, 47 years serving Central Florida's work truck needs. High, medium, and low routes available now. Low mileage and in-stock for immediate delivery. Don't wait on a promise. Get it now. Visit us at BlueBookCars.com.
0: The answer is everywhere you are. With the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com.
6: Your conservative values loud and clear.
0: AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer.
8: Kids need vaccinations and booster shots to stay healthy. Your child may be eligible for Medicaid and CHIP, which offers free or low-cost health coverage and includes routine vaccinations. Learn more at insurekidsnow.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
0: AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
3: Now, here's Roger.
4: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, Blue Daughter Sports Central is a program where we present uplifting stories of a achievement by Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And on tonight's program, we're highlighting Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball, who, as you know, finished an outstanding season, made it to the regional semifinals, and had a twenty-year, 20-win 20 season along the way. And We're talking primarily about history and legacy of the program in a hugely impactful person, and that was Coach Connie Mack Hamrick, who was the head baseball coach from 1966 to 1968, turned around a program that was literally languishing, and within, by the time he left, had won a Orange Belt Conference Championship, had produced a record-setting 18-win season, And set Apopka up for much future success, which included winning a championship year after he left with the guys, the team that he had really helped the nerd build. We're talking to one of his key players, David Logan, catcher David Logan, who was a three-year starter, as we heard, went on to have an excellent career on scholarship to Valencia College and ultimately was able to go on to Rollins College, where... He uh, studied uh, accounting. And just why don't we just finish up there, David, and uh, can you talk about you know, your your baseball career at Apopka helped you to get, or I guess was primarily responsible for you getting the opportunity to go to college at Valencia College, um, play baseball. Then from there, you had the opportunity to go to Rollins College. You got your degree. And can you talk about the story? Because I think this is relevant to everybody. We're we're, we're in June now, but we just recently had high school graduation, and, you know, it's, I think it's a chance for all of us to kind of reflect and, well, gee, what if you know, I could do it again? Or, gee, how did I take the path I took? And you know, in so many, so, you know, when, when the story that happens to so many people is it's, it's difficult to, to find a job at a college, and oftentimes people don't really find the kind of job or the, the profession that they necessarily want uh, or were even uh, trained for. But uh, that wasn't really the case for you. Can you share a little bit about your, your career experience? Well, uh, Apopka High
5: School, um, uh, the, the quality of the teachers—they cared about us. Uh, and uh, as an individual, Coach Hamrick, with the discipline that he instilled in us, uh, we were going to get good grades. If you're going to be on the baseball team, you're going to you're going to have good grades, and you're going to work hard at it. If you're going to work hard playing baseball and being good at baseball, you got to be good at at your grades too and uh so that uh, I did, and uh, uh really uh, you know the f- the first two years of college was uh, a rehash of high school academically and uh i was I was fortunate that uh, I got the uh, academic the scholar athlete the, high, the highest grade point average at Valencia. So uh, uh they Valencia worked to get me a scholarship and and I said I'd really like to go to Rollins because coach Hammer could talk to me uh about Rollins baseball program and Boyd Coffee which is the third coach that had a great influence on my life. E- even though I didn't get a baseball scholarship to Rollins, but I got an academic scholarship. And uh, I got a, a job uh, working in the, in the athletic department, and I could have been a, a walk-on. Uh, Coach Coffey uh, was going to, you know, give me the opportunity. Uh, but the things in my life and responsibilities, uh, uh, I needed to work for a living. And uh, I had a wife and a child uh, by the time I was at Rollins. So um, I got a job at the post office, the the sectional center. Uh, in Orlando, and I'd go to classes at Rollins from like seven in the morning until three in the afternoon, and then uh, pick up mail at uh, drive a mail truck uh, till uh, you know six, seven o'clock, and get home at eight o'clock. And so it was some, some long uh, two years of hard work, uh, but um, um, you know the the what I learned from Coach Hamrick and the teachers at Popka High School served me well.
4: Speaking of hard work, we have a gentleman holding right now who's been in the news in the last several days, one of our devoted sponsors, and that is Steve White of Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown of Popkin. Let's go to Steve White right now. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Roger? Uh, doing good. Thank you for joining us. I know how tough it is for you to break away and spend a few minutes with us, but I really appreciate you joining us on Blue Daughter Sports Central, the program that you help support. We're speaking with David Logan, uh, former outstanding Blue Garter baseball player. He's in the studio with us. and But, you know, you you came up with a novel idea this week, and it's really um, you know, taken, I guess, Central Florida by storm. Just talk to us about about your bold move to reduce prices at Porky's and how that's working out for you.
10: Cool. Well, thanks for having me, Roger. Uh, yeah, it's like... Uh... I don't know. I've been. I was thinking about doing it a couple of days last week. You know, like in the early hours to try to increase the business, and it, it just popped in my mind. And then I was like thinking about it for a couple of days. And Tuesday, I said, "You know what? I'm just going to go back to the old price." You know, we, you know, you, you, we, we had to raise our prices because of all the, all the price increases, labor increases, and everything. But I was like, you know what? Let's just bite the bullet and see if we can get the volume in here, you know, if people want to eat out of it because people, people like to eat out. But, man, every week it was getting a little bit slower and a little bit slower. It seemed like every day the gas went up, it would just be slowing down. And and uh, I never expected what what happened. It just came out of the blue, man, from every direction. So it's, it's really good for us. I and mean, everybody's really come together to – To help us out, and we're helping them out. It's just—it's a good, good thing. I think everybody was just ready to hear something good.
4: No, absolutely, and it's a bold move on your part because you're taking, of course, a big financial risk as well. Like you, you you're like everybody else in the food industry, especially uh, these—you know—these prices that keep going up. Gas prices raises the cost of everything. Uh, The inflationary uh, prices—you know—increase the cost of doing business dramatically. Yeah.
10: Yeah. So yeah, how... the uh, inflation I guess went higher yesterday, or just, yeah, today they announced it. But you know what? We got to all stick together and and not pay attention to all that. I <laughs> guess as much and just uh, just try to work hard and do a good job every day. You know,
4: focus on the positive. No, no, absolutely. Well, well I commend you, and I'm really happy that it, that it's working out out well for you. And 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 of course, you had that loyal customer base as well. You know, of people that are Correct. that are, you know just ready for for a little bit of good news, but can, can you know, and and not just not to de- go away from the positive, but can you just share a little bit because you're on the front lines as a small businessman and and the restaurant industry is a that's a tough business in the best of circumstances, um, and I can only imagine how difficult it's been the last two years, starting with COVID and um, and now the circumstances, you know, the business landscape now. Uh, what, what's it like, and how how are you surviving?
10: Well, we just, you know, man, it was it was tough. You know, I got down and depressed. I couldn't, you know, it was just, just you know, it was like every day something worse was happening when the COVID started and everything, and we really didn't know what was going to happen or how it was going to go. But, but, boy, a just pulled through, man. My drive through like, we had to close the restaurant for indoor service or sit-down service, and our drive-thru was backed around the building almost every day. You know, it's just man, what a great community we have. You know, where everybody just came out. And, you know, they were putting notes on Facebook then, "Go support your your local guy." You know, help them out through this. And and uh, then we had to change our hours. You know, because we we have a very limited staff, and no one's really looking for a job. And so we just uh, we just all got down to it and do it. We've got we've got five people. I used to have fourteen. And, uh, but I got five of the best <laughs> and we just, we just work real hard every day and we're all in it together and, and it's working out, you know, we're going to, we're going to stay after it and it's, it's hard to get us down, but it's been a challenge in the last couple of years, but if it wasn't for the people in the pocket, I wouldn't have ever made it through those last few years <laughs> and I got scared a couple of times, you know but things things are getting
4: better. Well, I appreciate what what you do and especially all small businesses because you know the small business is really the heart of, of America. It, it really is. The, the 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 owners of small businesses and the employees of small businesses are really the core of our middle class and our middle class is is a, is the building block to the free society that we have you know you can't have a free society uh where freedom and liberty are, are exercised and uh without a vibrant middle class and and it takes a lot of hard work to do that primarily the fuel for it are the small business owners like yourself so i mean you you are literally a hero as far as i'm concerned and all of our small business people are heroes
10: i agree <laughs> you know it's a uh, it's tough out there man i i've waited all my life to open my own business and uh Sometimes I look back and go, "What did I do?" You know, but but I really enjoy it. I, I go home, I sleep good cause I, I'm tired usually. Yeah, it's because you work so but, hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I like it. I really enjoy it. And the best part of it is our is our clientele, all, all the people that come in there. It's just I feel like they're at my house instead of a restaurant. You know.
5: Well, Steve, if I could just—this is David Logan. I, as a CPA, I can just say that small business uh, meeting all the tax uh, compliance details—it's hard to run a small business, and and uh, you've obviously been a great success.
10: Yeah, it is. It's hard. It's been a it's been a long road. It's all, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of challenges, and it's just you know I, I feel real good about it though. I I felt like we we done a lot and I've really made some good friends in that town it's like Everybody walks in and is like, hey, hey, you know, they're all talking to each other, and then I talk to them. It's just a, just a good vibe there,
5: you know. Well, and the, and the payroll that you add in, into the community, you know, the the economy, the economics of the community, you've done a, a great job. In, and sometimes that is not understood by a lot of people, but uh, it, you're uh, important to the uh, economy of Apopka and, and, and the surrounding
4: area.
10: Yeah, I hope so. I really I really, I really, really like Apopka a lot. It's just a real good little town. You know, it reminds me of a town I grew up in, and I've never found it since. And uh, Apopka is a place I never thought, you know, it would be that place. And then after I was there for a couple of months, I was like, wow, this is a good town, you know. A lot of good people. They'd do anything
4: for you. Good town with good people it absolutely good. But, but before you go steve i'd love to have you uh, i don't want to leave our listeners hanging um Can you share a little bit about some of the great great food you got at at porky's and, and what you might recommend or suggest uh was the specials that you have now
10: yeah we offer like the uh, a jumbo uh a uh, jumbo pork or chicken sandwich uh with two side orders and a drink for like nine ninety nine uh, we've got the beef brisket. Uh, our sloppy cow is like beef brisket with sauteed onions and a little horseradish sauce on it. That's a really good sandwich. Then we've got our, uh, monster ribeye sandwich, which is the, the uh, a smoked, smoked prime rib. And then we slice it thin and saute it with mushrooms, onions, and green peppers. Serve it with a little side of au jus. And that is a good sandwich, you know. And, uh, just about everything the Cuban. There's nothing on there I don't like because I made it all for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I made sure that I like it first when I like it and uh pass it on to the customers and get the feedback from them. And uh done pretty well.
4: Yeah, do the I don't think we have
10: anything on our menu that don't move,
4: the traditional sides like baked beans. I hear rave reviews all the time about the baked beans, and of course the, the dirty taters is something you came up with your own, okay. which uh, is is highly coveted, a side dish.
10: Yeah, the dirty, dirty taters are our most popular side, or those are the uh, red skin potatoes. We roast them lightly in garlic, olive oil, butter, and onions. Man, they come out really good, and we make another dinner. It's called the tater hash, which is like a bed of the of the dirty taters topped with uh, shredded pork, and then we melt cheese on top of that and serve it with sour cream. And you don't have to eat again all day if you eat that. <laughs> it's, it'll, it'll fill you up, you know. But it's all pretty good stuff.
4: We appreciate you know, your support of so many other people in in the community, including us and me. And, you know, it's great. Thank you for joining us for a few minutes here and, and you know, with a bold uh, initiative here in these tough times. Mm-hmm.
10: All right, well, thank you very much, man. You guys have a great evening.
4: You too, Steve. Steve White, founder and owner of Porky's Original Barbecue, just celebrated their 16th anniversary earlier this year. Well, friends, we'll take another quick break, and we'll be back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Please stay with us.
3: It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
6: Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams is brought to you by Community Health Centers, Florida Door Solutions, and Burn Fat Orlando. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Your local radio stations
3: are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need, and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters you
10: a
6: short-handed summer staff calls for Indeed. Their hiring platform helps attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com
4: slash credit.
10: Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets?
1: Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices
10: That's 802-341-4531.
0: The answer is everywhere you are with the mobile app, TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, Alexa, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. Your conservative values loud and clear. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer.
2: Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find families for children who've lingered in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org.
3: Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger.
4: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Great to be with you tonight. Of course, Blue Darter Sports Central is where we present uplifting stories of Apopka High School ballplayers, coaches, and alumni. And I also want to let you know that this program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, the answer, our support by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports our stations and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And I also want to give a shout out to the great people over at Community Health Centers of Central Florida. They were founded in Apopka in 1972. Since that time, they've grown to 15 locations serving Central Florida, the people of Central Florida with affordable, quality health care. Community Health Centers of Central Florida. And now back to David Logan, former Blue Darter great baseball player and also outstanding football player as well. Talking about the life and the legacy of the late coach Connie Mack Hamrick, who made a huge impact on education, primarily in North Carolina, but had a Incredibly impactful three-year stint as the head coach at a, for Apopka Blue Dogger baseball, where he really helped to build a foundation that literally exists today, con, continues to exist today. And he, it all started when he picked up a team that had literally won one game um, the year before he was there. And speaking of the legacy, I do want to give a shout out to the current coach of Apopka, Coach Bobby Brewer who just completed his third season. Of course, he's got and he's been a frequent guest on our show, but I always want to acknowledge Bobby because he's got he's one of those people that has a tremendous uh, legacy and has made a tremendous impact on a pop guy, a baseball as well, which includes not limited to but includes being the, the head coach of the 2001 United States of America champions a champion Little League team that played in the Little League World Series that year. But, but David, I'd like to have you talk now more about a little more about Coach Hamrick and the impact that he made uh, in the lives of, of others um, and also the, his dedication to his family. Uh,
5: yes. Yeah, so, well, first, uh, let me just say um, that he was uh, uh, quite an athlete. Uh, Coach Hamrick uh, uh, went to Spindale High School, which is uh, south of uh, Asheville, uh, Rutherford County, uh, near uh, Forest City. Uh, But he uh, played uh, basketball and uh, baseball, and they made the all-state baseball team at Shortstop in 1960, which was his senior year. And uh, he attended East Tennessee State University, uh, graduated, and then uh, played with the Detroit Tigers in their minor league organization for a couple of years uh coach uh hamrick and I just stayed in touch over the next fifty years he he wrote letters to me when i uh, in nineteen sixty eight uh to encourage me and and uh and bob and and johnny and and uh uh you know uh, had contacts for uh uh scholarships and uh, uh then uh, uh I started going to North Carolina, uh, and uh, every time I'd go, uh, we'd have lunch uh, or dinner with, with Coach Hamrick, and we got to know him better, and uh, Coach has two sons, Chris and his wife Mary. They live in Huntersville, North Carolina, and have two uh, daughters, and, and Coach was very uh, involved in his granddaughter's uh, life, uh, lives, uh, his uh oldest granddaughter Sarah Kate was a swimmer and um and uh the younger uh granddaughter was Zoe and they both uh their name for for their grandfather was Papa Chief. And uh so they uh it, he was always at you know taking the places or going to see their events and, and they added a lot to his life after he retired as principal at Rutherford High School uh, for thirty three years. Um and um, he uh, was a Braves fan. He, he took uh, uh, they they made many trips to the, uh, Atlanta to see the the Braves play.
4: Well, thank you for being here to share about the the life of a, of a great man, a man who made great impact as a coach for brief three brief short years here in Central Florida, specifically at Apopka, but also had a tremendously impactful life as an educator, as a coach, and, and as a family man, as a father, Coach Connie MacHamrick. And friends, that's one of the things I wanted to really point, I wanted to make as is, is we wrap things up, is that you know, we're talking specifically that tonight about Coach Connie McCamrick, but but we're also talking about the the, the values and that he represented, um, the way that he built his life was, uh, and the impact that he made in a positive way is is universal. And uh, there there are many stories I know that many of our listeners can relate to. They uh, many of the guys listening and, and gals listening might not have had a Connie Mack Hamrick in their life or as a coach, but they had a, a, another t- a towering figure. And that's it's I think tonight's program helps to you know just helps everybody re- reflect on that. And I will say before we wrap things up is, uh, you know, one of the impact that that you guys made, Coach Hamrick and you guys were, um, you know, you you helped inspire another generation. And I remember watching you guys when I was a little kid, literally in elementary school. And um, that was when I began to first uh, get the thought that, hey, maybe that looks like fun. These guys are these guys are awesome. I I might like to be one of those guys someday. And uh, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) And when you win, it's much more fun. And that's another thing that's kind of formative part of the the Apopka sports culture, is um, you know that dynamic um, continues to play itself out even today. And when I go to Apopka baseball games and football games and other sports, you see little kids who look up to and idolize the guys that the kids are out there playing now. And I just strongly suspect that when you guys were little kids, you had another group of guys that, that you looked up to and wanted to emulate and wanted to be like before we go we've got about a minute um i would like to just say a word about a couple, a couple of your your teammates one of course um you know an unforgettable one of your teammates was uh um, the second baseman do Johnny Pumphrey, of course, the underside second baseman, but all, all five foot three of him. Yeah, And, um, you know, he, I mean, I can't think of a Popka baseball, especially that era, without thinking of, of Johnny Pumphrey. And, you know, sadly, he passed away a few years ago as well. And I do want to give a shout out to one of our continual loyal listeners, Everett Milam. Was a player on on, on those teams. Yes, he was. And I noticed he even, I didn't realize Everett hit 300 coming off the bench uh, in 1968. And he's one of our biggest fans now. I always get a message on Facebook from Everett uh, every football game.
5: Well, Everett was the one who t- put me in touch with Coach Hamrick because he and his family visited him in North Carolina and. And uh, so that's how I stayed in touch with with Coach Hamrick was through yeah. Everett and his
4: father Dan Milam of yes. course was a, a true fixture in the uh, Apopka culture and the Apopka sports culture, um, among uh, many other. We do in many different ways. Well. Well, David, it's been great to have you join us tonight, uh, share about a towering figure in the history of Apopka High School sports and Apopka baseball, Coach Connie Cameron.
5: And it, it uh, in, encourages the current coaches. You have a tremendous effect on your team uh, and in the rest of their lives. You'll be with them the rest of their lives.
4: Well said, friends. Stay tuned at 8 for Charlie Kirk and at 9 for The Buff Show. Have a great day. AM 950, FM
0: 94.9. Florida's stronger conservative Conservative. voice. The answer. W O R L. Orlando. Orlando. Orlando.
2: Orlando. Orlando. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Conservative Political Action Committee is countering what they call the partisan charade with the truths about the events of January 6th via a new website, j6facts.org. Details from correspondent Bernie Bennett.
1: CPAC Committee Chairman Matt Schlapp says the January 6th Committee has never been interested in uncovering the truth. Schlapp says j6facts.org will present information people are interested in, like, quote, in February 2021, during an unconstitutional impeachment, President Trump was acquitted of the charge of, quote, incitement of insurrection. The Capitol Police was half-staffed on January 6th. The J-6 committee has already cost over $4 million. The Biden Justice Department has dropped multiple cases against Black Lives Matter rioters from summer of 2021. Bernie Bennett reporting.
2: Meanwhile, President Biden says democracy came under attack on January 6th, and he welcomes the work of the Congressional Committee investigating the events of that day. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports.
0: The president described the attack on the U.S. Capitol as one of the darkest chapters in our nation's history and a brutal assault on our democracy. He said that three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's